Welcome to When the Dust Settles, an interiors podcast that talks about renovation, decoration and getting the best out of your home. So I thought I'd start with a topic that's probably on a lot of our minds at the minute, which is gas and electric. Has anyone had a little look-see as to how much they're going to be spending now on gas and electric this year? I warn you, it's painful. We did it the other day and since we took a look, I tell you something, we will be turning off every single light and um, wearing the same clothes for weeks in and weeks out to avoid washes. The good news is there's actually quite a lot you can do, whether you're remodeling or not, in your home, both visually and behind the scenes, that makes quite a difference when it comes to the gas and electric that you use. So we're going to talk a little bit about how things like flooring and certain window treatments can help, um, along with colors and some things that you can think about if you're doing renovations or just general change-ups to get the most out of that energy that you're paying so steeply for. I mean, I don't think, I think these prices are here to stay, for a little bit at least. don't think we're going to be getting too much help with them. So it's probably something to think about when it comes to if you're spending money in, on your home or redesigning what you already have with an extension or such like. Um, but I think it it really sort of shows how interior design also crosses over into sort of interior practicalities, or at least it should, because it makes sense to a think about these practicalities when you're thinking about designs for your home but also try and get those practicalities to either to help your home look beautiful and to help it be functional as well as saving you money along the way so let's have a look at some things that can help of course when you're doing extensions you're going to be putting in insulation and things like that i mean building regs requires that you do but you can always upscale on this and spend a bit more money glass similarly it's worth making sure that your glass is a lot of us are having a lot of glass now put in our extensions in the back or new builds or whatever it may be we want the big windows and the big doors looking out into the garden and we want the skylights um, but they can lose a lot of heat. So it's making sure as well that that glass is going to do the best job possible when it comes to thermal insulation. And you can check that with your providers and ask them, um, tell them that you want, you want the best option when it comes to keeping heat in and actually keeping heat out because funnily enough, I've had quite a few clients lately ask about aircon um, in the UK. That's a bit weird but not so much these days because our summers are getting hotter, um, global warming, I suppose. And with all this glass, you do often find yourself feeling a little bit like you're in a greenhouse um, when the sun comes out, even the British sun, that is. So it's good to just have a little chat with your providers to make sure that glass can do both ways, keep the heat out best can and keep the heat in best it can. Then there's... The appliances. The appliances are also way up there when it comes to the things in our home that use the most energy and also the things that you're probably going to be looking at buying new if you're doing a kitchen renovation or an extension or a new build. First off, let's take tumble dryers, famous for using a load of energy. This is something that you can think about if you're planning in a utility room. Plan in some drying space, so whether that's... Um, a rack that you can hook down, put on a pulley leverage system, 
bring it down to your level, hang your clothes, pull it back up so it's out of your way is a great idea if you're a bit short on space, but if you have a utility room that you can do it in for drying things in the air rather than in the dryer. I sadly really like how clothes sort of come out floppy in a dryer. So that's bit, that's one of my sort of guilty things that I need to stop doing because dryers, they really do um, add the pennies to the bill. But on the other side, if you don't put shirts in the dryer, I don't know how many of you guys iron your husband's shirts. My husband wishes I ironed his shirts more. I don't really do it that often. But when I do, I'm always thankful that I haven't put them in the dryer and that they've hung to dry instead because it's just way easier. Um, and then when it comes to appliances, if you're doing a kitchen remodel at the minute, um, really have a look at those energy ratings. You want the A ratings, um, that's gonna keep your bills down. That's gonna be a much more energy efficient appliance. So keep an eye on all of that if you're buying new. And the other thing that you can have a look at if you're doing extensions or, or work, you don't have to be doing an extension in fact, if you just want to spend a bit of money trying to get some fuel bills down, you can have a look at solar panels and also these ground pumps. From my experience, the ground pumps, the heat ground pumps, although you need a bit of space outside, they're actually much more efficient in this country than solar panels. Um, solar panels, you need your roof to be at the right pitch. You need to be facing the right direction. Um, you also need a decent amount of sun. And sadly, you can't bank that energy for too long. You you can get a battery option, but um, I mean, it's not gonna take you over the winter, let's put it that way. It's gonna take you over maybe a couple of days without sun. So solar panels, like they're great and everything, but I just, for the money they take to install, it's in this, in this country, I just, we just don't get enough sun. The heat ground pumps, however, are 100% worth looking into. So if you do want to go down an eco route, saving a bit of money or just, making your house more um, environmentally friendly is definitely something to look into. Other ideas without digging down into the ground to make your home a bit more economical that are a bit more visual as well that I actually think look, look can look really good is a big heavy curtain over your front door. Front doors, if you have an old property, are notoriously bad for letting the drafts in. You can get beautiful heavy curtains made in some lovely heavy fabric with some really thick backing it comes down to the floor to keep those drafts out and then when you don't need it you can just get beautiful tie back to so that you almost the the curtain blends into the home I mean you can even get matching fabric to wallpaper so it's sort of a continuation when you're not using it and when you are using it I don't think I, I People don't do it that much, but I actually think it also stops the sound from coming in from the outside too. I don't know if anyone has dogs, but my dog has a terrible habit of seeing people the other side of the glass of the door and going absolutely crazy whenever the postman comes. And if I did have a curtain over that door, that would actually make my life a lot easier. It's something I've been thinking about doing for a while now. Another idea, if you're doing your bathroom for example is to look at dual fuel towel rails so these are towel rails that can either work on the hot water system or they can work on the electric so for example you can turn them off so they don't come on with your main heating because let's face it who needs their bathroom to be warm all day really you want it in the morning for your lovely like warm towels and in the evening 
right? To or maybe you have underfloor heating. That's another one if you're doing your um, your bathrooms. If you have electric options, they often come on separate timers. Well, obviously they come on separate timers because they're electric. Um, and they often also tie into apps, but even if they don't, you can you can time them generally. So instead of coming on with your whole heating of your home and just staying on and heating a room that you're not really using during the day, you can set it for those times you wake up and you go to sleep and it can it'll only come on for those times. There's a million times where I've gone to have a shower and the heating hasn't come on yet or I don't know, maybe it's not on at all. And I kind of think I've got a lovely heated towel rail here, but I'm not getting out of the shower with lovely heated towels. And we all know how nice it is to get out of the shower and have a heated towel. So if that was electric, I could have either turned that on when I got into the shower, if I was having a shower like in the middle of the day for some reason, um, or I could have timed it for when I know I always have a shower, which would just make life that bit more pleasant. And isn't that what we all want? I think as well, focusing on lighting in your designs and specifically probably task lighting will help you to not have to have a bajillion spots on on the ceiling all the time, which... I mean, LEDs are pretty, they're pretty efficient, but if you have loads of them, obviously they will stack up. Um, so task lighting is specifically lighting that helps you do a task. So maybe a book reading light, um, lights under the kitchen, things like that. So if you're um, thinking about, you know, looking at your sitting room again or looking um, to, I don't know, refurnish your bedroom or what have you, you know, lights next to the bed, it's just such a no-brainer. Turn on that one light while you're getting ready. I mean, actually, I've started really enjoying having a candle in the bathroom and in the evening just putting on the candle and getting ready for bed, <laughs> not getting ready to go anywhere, I don't go anywhere these days, getting ready for bed at about 9pm um, because I am an early sleeper and an early riser. I just find winding down from the day in the bathroom with just a candle and no lights, even though we've got the lights on a dimmer option, it's just, it's not the same. Candlelight is super relaxing. So that's sort of my new part of my new evening routine really and the most wonderful thing about it is it takes no electricity um that's the point that we've got to we're really trying to cut back as I know a lot of other people are and then coming back to lights if you haven't got LEDs um think about getting them instead obviously LEDs aren't just spots you can get all sorts of normal bulbs in LEDs as well um I think it's estimated that if the average household swapped over to LEDs on all their bulbs, they'd save about £45 a year, which in today's energy prices is probably, I don't know, about 500 God knows. Um, either way, it's worth it. Sadly, in often cases, LEDs don't actually create the same kind of light as... Um, normal light bulbs do. If you've got some of these um, beautiful kind of glass pendant lights and things like that, you won't get the same sort of light saturation coming through them. It's the same kind of patterns on your ceiling as you may get. So it's something that we do need to accept a little bit, both for our bank balances, but also maybe more importantly, the environment. So what other things should you think about when you're designing your home and you want it to be a bit more efficient? Strangely enough, colour 
will make a difference. If you pick warmer colors, you will generally feel warmer in those rooms, therefore less likely to need to put the heating on quite as high. It sounds crazy, but it is true. Colors affect us massively. Um, and, and you genuinely will feel psychologically you will feel warmer in a room that is a warm tone rather than a cool tone like you know blues or certain greens um it really does really does make a difference the other thing is your choice of flooring rugs do wonders at keeping things warmer keeping the heat in they warm up a room both visually because they're you know soft textured but also they warm up the room in real terms because they are heat trappers it's just like a coat for the floor <laughs> um, your hand will remain warmer if you've got a glove on it and your floor will remain warmer if you've got rugs on it similarly um, carpeting uh, rather than floorboards I know we all love the look of floorboards but they are a bit drafty I know there are certain treatments you can get to get rid of the holes between them what they do is they mix sawdust with a resin and, um, and put this over the floor and it seals up any gaps and also any holes. And, and actually, it's great. It's great if you've got draftiness coming up through because, you know, especially if you're in an old Victorian house or something like that, you will have air bricks that, that let in the air for circulation purposes. Either you can use that treatment or just carpet it i mean yes floorboards look beautiful with a rug on but sometimes practical needs must another time another factor is if you've got kids you know kids you want a cozy room you don't want them crawling all over a hardwood floor you don't want them falling and knocking their head on a hardwood floor so i think carpeting bedrooms or treating floorboards so that they're not drafty will definitely make a difference to the warmth of your home and then therefore how much and for how long you have to have the heating on for. Funnily enough, carpets are often advised in large office spaces because it means you can keep the cost down that little bit on heating because they actually make that much difference. And again, back to the curtains. I'm a big lover of window treatments. Um, I love big curtains, I really do. I know that at the moment everyone prefers blinds, but I just feel like curtains add so much more warmth, again, both visually and in real terms, than blinds. They just, I don't know, they're just softer. Blinds to me are very hard. You can make them less so with nice trims and of course the kind of fabric that you choose. And these days people are going a lot for a sort of softer Roman blind with a, um, like a, how best to describe it, a sort of sunken middle, like, like not a straight line across where the fold on the Roman blind is. I know that some curtain makers call them smiley blinds and I guess that is probably the best way to to describe it. They sort of hang down in the middle. They're often made from sort of a linen or something like that. That is lovely and soft and that will add visual warmth to your space, no doubt. I don't think blinds in general look that nice when they're down. And I think because of that, people often don't put them down. They often just have them up most of the time, unless obviously you want, you actually want privacy for something. But curtains, big fan. I know they can be quite costly, but obviously you can keep costs down with regards to which material you purchase. But again, much like a carpet, they hold in warmth and they also stop drafts from the windows, just like 
the idea of a curtain in front of a door, they do the same for your windows. And again, if you've got sash windows, if you haven't got double glazing, you know, you, lo you lose a lot of heat from those, from those windows. So curtains, 100% a good idea. It's something that you can literally think about doing now really, really easily to keep your home a bit warmer and again, to turn off the heating that bit more. Another point is that if you think about making your spaces lighter, you're not gonna need to have the lights on as much. So if you think about reflective surfaces and using more mirrors and lighter colors, then in general, your rooms are going to feel and look brighter. You won't find yourself putting the lights on in the middle of the day feeling like the room's a bit dingy. I mean, it's interesting because we might actually see an, a steering away from the dark colors. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the dark colors. I love these dark greens that are coming out lately, especially for home offices and stuff like that. But we might actually see those going a bit in another direction while people sort of go towards doing things that don't sort of increase the energy that has to be used in the home. And having a room painted dark where you always have to turn the lights on when you go into it is certainly something that probably isn't as efficient as it could be. Think about having a look at your actual heating too. I mean, what is your, is your boiler a combi boiler or is your boiler, um, does it have tanks in the roof? Now, tanks in the roof in older properties are something you really want to get rid of if you, if you possibly can. It's a bit of a messy job, but it's worth it both as a ongoing running cost because new combi boilers are far more efficient than huge water tanks and things. Also as storage and space in your home because who needs a big fat water tank taking up space when you could be using storage? Those huge water tanks that take up space in airing cupboards, that could be lovely shelves for all your uh, towels and bedding and stuff like that to look all beautiful, not some old insulated tank sitting there. Then you've got your water tank in the roof, which just the thought of a huge amount of water, sort of enough to fill a bath sitting in your roof that might be, say, lath and plaster um, with a couple of little hairline cracks in it, doesn't make me that comfortable. I say get it out before sort of anything goes wrong and switch to a uh, combi boiler. And then once you've got a combi boiler or if you've got a combi boiler, Another little trick is to keep your water turned down low, your, your heating of the water turned down low. Work out what temperature works best for you, but find one that you don't have to add cold water to because if you think about it, why use so much energy to heat up water only to cool it down with cold water? Makes no sense, right? So find a temperature that works for you so that you don't have to add any cold water and just have it fixed at that. And that's gonna just save you money anyway. I think smart technology in the home as well is something that I can really get on board with when it comes to trying to save your energy. I try and remember to turn the heating off every time I'm going out. Often I forget. So the house is being heated most of the day with no one in it. Funnily enough, the other day I did remember to turn off the heating and I forgot my husband was working in the top of the house all day. And when I came back, he came downstairs almost blue in the lips, shivering and asked, saying why it was so cold today. But it's because I'd left him with no heating on all day. But I think, um, yeah, when it comes to being able to turn things on and off and also timing stuff so that you don't have to think about it, timing lights to go off in case you forget, timing heating to go off in case you forget, I think that's really 
really good. And these days, you know, the little appliances are much more attractive. They fit in with your home much better and you can just get the apps on your phone for most things. So I think, I think that's definitely something um, to think about. And if you're doing work, to see how you can integrate it right from the beginning so you don't see wires everywhere so that you maybe have a central point for um, all sorts of, all the sort of smart hubby kind of things, you know, like specifically in the kitchen where you don't want a load of plug sockets and you don't want a load of wires everywhere. Think about how you could possibly integrate these things into, you know, the back of cupboards or use underneath the cupboard kickboards for the for the wires or clever integrated drawers so that you pull them out and have maybe your plug sockets in there. I mean, I mean, it just, the list is endless depending on what you want to do, but I definitely think bringing all these smart options into the home are a great idea but you don't want them cluttering and you don't want them leaving you with sort of plugs everywhere and wires everywhere so if you're if you're at the fortunate stage of planning think about that now and see how you can plan that in then back to bathrooms briefly showers generally use less uh, energy water energy than baths obviously it depends how long you're going to be in the bathroom in the shower for so if you're someone that takes super super duper long showers maybe this isn't the case but showering in the morning obviously you are going to use less water than than heating up a huge bath similarly when it comes to the baths i know we all love these sort of cast iron metal baths i've got one myself but the energy efficiency is shoddy as all hell I mean, firstly, you put a load of water in and it's not even warm. Like, you have to warm up the bath before running the bath. Otherwise, half the water that you put in is going to become cold. And then you have to use really hot water to actually get a hot bath. Plus, it then cools down really quickly. So you have to top it up because it just doesn't keep the heat. Like, these kind of ceramic options or the plastic options or any more modern material, really. So, yeah, they look beautiful but they're really not that not that great for usage. Similarly, when you clean them, as an off note, well, you can't, you have to use really special products and they also need to be waxed about once a month and you also can't leave them with any water in them because like me, you will end up with a bath that has marks all over its enamel that you just can't get off. And also like me, you don't want to have a cat that has a bit of a habit of weeing in the bath either because that will also take the enamel off, as I've learned, which is all a bit miserable for having a beautiful, expensive bath. But back to the real subject of the matter, baths take up more energy than showers. And then other than those things, really, I would try and have littered around your home some good spaces to keep helpful warming devices um such as keeping hot water bottles probably in a laundry room or downstairs at least so that you can use the kettle to heat them up before you go to bed and you don't have to go upstairs bring them down take them back up again i would also invest in some really good um throws that are super warm and um actually do a job of keeping you nice and warm rather than just looking pretty get a nice place to keep them all in by the sofa so that when you're cold you don't think about putting heating on you think about wrapping yourself up in a nice warm throw 
For any of you actually looking to change your boiler, I do actually have an offer for you from Warmzilla. You can have a look at any of their boilers and they offer fitting with engineers as well, up and down the country, so across the UK. And you can also compare all your heating solution options online, so you can get an instant quote, you can choose an installation date and pay for the new boiler all at once. I have a code ILFF-50 and you'll get £50 off any boiler that you choose. So thanks Warmzilla for offering that to everyone and I'm going to be back next week talking about something a little bit more rooted in design this time, open plan spaces. A lot of us have these situations nowadays where we've got our kitchen and our family room all together. I mean you could really call it a family room because it's basically where most families now spend all their time and it has to function mostly three ways having a seating area having a kitchen having a dining room and I'm going to talk a bit about how you can make those spaces defined and how best to split up a large open pan space so until then have a great week and you can always find me over at Facebook on our Facebook group ain't nobody like a homebody or on Instagram under myself, the house pot noodles built, or under the design studio, which is Studio LFF. Say hi, we always love to hear from you, and I will see you next week.